It ain't that fucking hard, guys. We ain't building a rocket. We're getting guys over in a fake fucking business. With a fresh look through experienced eyes at forgotten matches and unknown classics, this is the Piece of Business Podcast with Glenn and Jeremy. Well, okay, here we go then. Thanks to a hurricane called Laura, I'm on my own this week. <laughs> Jeremy, thankfully, has survived the hurricane, but he's having to do a lot of clearing up and stuff, so I'm stuck on my own. So this is not going to be a usual episode of a piece of business. Yes, really, I don't want to do that without Jeremy. We're a tag team. I want to keep it that way. I'm just going to give a few shout-outs, though. The DDT Pod, DC Doc, and GQ. Thanks for all your help, assistance, and support. The AWI Pod. Yeah, great lads and less. Again, thanks, Brent. Thanks, Erica. Thanks, Steve, for all your assistance and support while we set up POB. Bobby Blaze and Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze. Give them a listen. Ex Smoky Mountain Wrestling Champion Bobby Blaze and his Jeremy Jeremy do top tens every week, and there it's a really good listen. The BDT podcast with Mike Mills, Hard Body Hopper, and the other Doc. Again, they go back listening to reviewing old Southern Wrestling. Another good listen. And I think that's about it. Like I say, I'm not doing a usual piece of business this week. So I'm going to leave it here. You'll hear a different piece of music in a moment. And we'll take it from there. Welcome to Kent Walton's Wellies, the title of which I may explain at some point, but not today, as it's a long story. Today, I want to throw a spotlight on one of my favourite wrestlers of all time and stalwart of Saturday afternoons in the UK during the 1970s, the one and only Les Kellett. Les was born in Bradford in 1915. He joined the Merchant Navy in his teens and remained there till the early 1950s where he found himself demobbed in Manchester in the northwest of the UK. At this point, he met his soon-to-be trainer, Joe Hill, who has persuaded Les that he could make a living from professional wrestling. 
working shows throughout the north of England during the late 1950s and into the 60s, right up until 1970, where he found himself nominated for Sports Personality of the Year. And the three winners that for, from first to third that year were Henry Cooper, Tony Jacklin and Bobby Moore. So some northern wrestler didn't stand much of a chance, really, to actually win that that year. But what it did for Les was it got him noticed by the TV companies and joint promotions signed him up and he became a stalwart of Saturday afternoons with his unique and popular com comedic style of rubber legs and slingshots off the ropes and tormenting his opponents. The best example which can be, be found on YouTube in his match with Bobby Barnes, which I do recommend you go and watch because it's an absolute amazing match. And he torments the life out of Bobby all the way through. He wrestled throughout the 1970s and despite being so popular, wasn't earning enough to make a living. So supplemented his income, helping his wife in her cafe business and keeping pigs and cattle on a small holding. And despite not getting TV time after 1978, continued wrestling till 1984, where he retired and lived a quiet life up to him passing away in 2001 at the age of 86, leaving his widow Margaret and son Christopher. His other son David, who he tagged with on occasions back in the day, passed away in 2000, which was in 1966 when the young Glenn started watching wrestling there were two definites in his mind. One that with Adam West was Batman, that was a certain, and the other that Les Kelly was the funniest man on the planet. This is a very short one this week. Thanks for listening. And from me, Glenn, at GA WrestleNut on Twitter, and my hurricane fighting hero, Jeremy, at EPL and NFL on Twitter. Till our next episode, goodbye for now.